This podcast was first broadcast on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Go to radioverulam.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts and, if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Well, firstly, I'd just like to say how fantastic it is to see so many St Albans people out on two wheels this week, getting around or just enjoying the late autumn sunshine. Great to see you all out in the fresh air and enjoying your journey. And Transport for London reported numbers of people cycling up by 300% last weekend, and I reckon St Albans wouldn't be far behind. Now, I'm sure those figures would be welcomed by Colin Hodges from 20s Plenty for St Albans District, who last week joined us here on Environment Matters to explain how they were collecting signatures on a petition asking Hearts County Council to make 20 miles per hour the default speed limit for Hertfordshire towns and villages. Now, their target was 250 signatures, and the last time I looked, they'd reached well over 600 signatures. So, well done to them. And another group that has been busy is the Wilderhood Watch. Nadia and Stephen of the Wilderhood Watch have been hard at work scarifying and seeding to make new buzz, yes that's buzz in bees, buzz stops on Lancaster and Gurney Court roads and on the traffic island where Faircross Way meets the park. Now they sowed wildflower seed to give a welcome stock for local bees and other pollinators as well as brightening things up for us. I think it's a great idea and well done to them for their hard work. Coming up later how saving water can raise thousands of pounds for your local school but first the green flag award is the ultimate eco award for schools and a select number of local schools have achieved that status but the latest green flag to be awarded in St Albans didn't go to a school but to a nursery grasshoppers nursery grasshoppers nursery team leader and eco ambassador lauren ringrose joined me to tell me all about it. Lauren, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So why at Grasshoppers Nursery did you decide to work for the Green Flag Award? Yes, so we have we respect and protect the environment. We think that is such an important part to Grasshoppers Nursery and um, it, we think that it gives our children the best possible future and supports their learning and their communication. So yeah. Okay, that sounds good. So what did you have to do for the award? Um, Yeah, so since 2012, we've been working towards the green flag um, by getting our bronze and our silver status. And to get this, you have to do a range of activities based around certain areas of eco-schools. So recently, we've been working on energy, litter and global citizenship. And um, yeah, we we do a lot of things throughout our nursery with the children and in our nursery in general, such as um, we have a disposable nappy waste, which is sent off site to the material reclamation facilities, um, which is then used in energy from waste processes to power hospitals or to boost the national grid. Um, and we do things such as our food waste is recycled um, and put in compost bins, which supports our vegetables that we grow in the nurseries and our flowers that we grow in the nursery. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Can you give me a couple of examples of the activities that you've done with the children? 
Yeah, of course. Um, so we, for example, in the topic in litter, we do a range of things where we can go on litter picks and we pick up litter and see how it affects our environment. So we cut up a load of litter and we put it in with some animals and we found that in our oceans we had a lot of litter and it was damaging our animals and hurting some of our animals and our preschool children absolutely loved this and they learnt so much about how litter can affect animals and the environment. I imagine that they did. So it's quite a difficult subject to communicate is environmental problems, particularly with with young children. How do you um, manage to sort of pitch it at the right level for them, particularly without concerning them too much and making them too anxious? Yes, of course. So we do this through a range of stimulating activities, which help the children to understand firsthand why the actions we're taking are so important. Um, so we produced, our company's produced a series of books which focus on a cartoon character called Harry the Hippo. And he, in all of his books, he explores the environmental themes, including making a bug hotel and growing vegetables, which we use in, in our teachings. And yeah, it's hugely popular with the children. Okay, I see. So you actually try and make it quite fun as well as being um, obviously informative for them too. Yeah, of so, course. So, so how do the children respond then? Um, they loved eco-activities and they loved seeing their results of their hard work, such as when they witness animals using the bug hotel um, or yeah, when our chefs have produced what we've grown and used like use our own vegetables and things like that they love it yeah okay well that's that's great um and do you have any plans to do any further work on sustainability you know obviously you've you've achieved uh, an amazing award getting the free green flag award which as you said for people who don't understand that's beyond the gold award that really is the the top isn't it do you have plans to improve things even further at grasshoppers yeah, so our focus going forward is not only to reduce the nursery's carbon footprint, but also in, it's important to us to ensure that children are fully prepared for their responsibilities to the environment now and in the future, of course. Um, so, yeah, following a year-long carbon emission monitoring and recording exercise, um, Grasshoppers has recorded a carbon footprint of 12.8 um, and, yeah, is committed to achieving net zero emissions by 2030. So, yeah, we have big plans for the future in helping the environment and also teaching the children about the importance of helping the environment as well. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like you have have, um, started with a generation of little eco-warriors there and we really look forward (laughs) to hearing how your plans go in the future. Lauren, thank you very much indeed for telling us all about that. It's okay, no worries. It was lovely speaking to you. Well, isn't that great? Lovely to hear some really encouraging news from Grasshopper's Nursery there. Now, back in October, Affinity Water launched their campaign asking us to use 10 litres less water per person per day. You can check out radioverulam.com forward slash podcast to hear Jake Rigg of Affinity Water explaining why saving water is so important and how the Get Water Fit programme can help us to do that. Now, Get Water Fit has been up and running for a few weeks now, and I spoke to Kevin Barton, Head of External Communications at Affinity Water, to find out how it's going. Kevin, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So what's the response been like to your Get Water Fit campaign? 
Hi, hi there, uh, Amanda. Yeah, so thanks very much for, for having us on the show. It's uh, excellent to, to be able to uh, get, get the opportunity to explain about this in more detail. So the response so far has been absolutely fantastic in St Albans. Uh, it's, uh, it's called Save 10 a Day Campaign, uh, by the way, but it's uh, we're, we're urging people. We've got a website called Get Water Fit. Uh, so far, 6,000 St Albans residents have, have signed up to that website, getwaterfit.co.uk to claim free water-saving products, receive tailored and personal advice with a Get Water Fit coach, and to take on water-saving challenges. Uh, one of the reasons um, uh, why we've launched this is we're, we're asking St Albans residents to save 10 litres of water each per day to leave 1 million litres in the environment. So, uh, interest, uh, St Albans district uses more water than almost anywhere else in the UK, about 150 litres per person a day on average, which is around 10 litres more than the UK average. And that's, that's exactly what we're asking people to save. And, uh, and what's more, by saving water, residents will also be raising money for their community, as with each litre saved, we've committed to donate thousands of pounds to local charities and schools. So you said there that you're, you're giving us uh, help with saving water. Are you able to tell me what kind of things people are finding particularly useful? I think people are finding really useful is the Get Water Fit coach. So when you sign up to getwaterfit.co.uk, you, you have to take part in a very, very short survey, which uh, gets to so, so the, the, the survey gets to know what type of household you are, how you use water. Uh, it can then offer you tailored advice. Um, and then after that survey, you can then book an appointment with a Get Water Fit coach. So that Get Water Fit coach will again uh, give you more tailored advice and it will also show you how to fit water-saving devices. Okay, that sounds very helpful. So you're enlisting uh, local schools to help you too. Can you just tell us how you're involving them? So after the short survey, which is used to give that tailored water-saving advice, um, each uh, user, uh, each action under the Get WaterFit website will will earn that user a a virtual gold coin. And it will also tally up how much litres the the household has saved. Uh, Users can then go on to support a team section of of the site to choose a school to support in the St Albans district area. Uh, so far, we've had over 60 schools to choose from, and, and it can be any school uh, anybody likes. So all water that a household saves through Get Water Fit can then be allocated to that school. And for every 50,000 litres that has been attributed to a school, then we will donate £1,000 to the school's PTA. Um, so far, wow. we, we have a we have a school's leaderboard on getwaterfit.co.uk. And so far, the top three schools coming in are uh, Aboyne Lodge, Bermont uh, School and St. Adrian's RC Primary School and Nursery. So uh, if you have a local school you wish to support, get on to uh, getwaterfit.co.uk and start saving water today to help run it, uh, help raise money for your local school. Fantastic. So really quite big cash incentives there, aren't there? Yeah. yeah. So Affinity, Affinity Water, you do actually do quite a lot of educational stuff in schools. Do you think that there's a big gap in our knowledge about where water comes from? Oh, most definitely. And I think, um, you know, it, it does tie into a wider issue. And it's not it's, it's, it's not just children, it's, it's adults as well. And I think um, as a society, we, we, we need to start thinking about water in the same breadth as we, as we do about energy and, and recycling, in, 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 especially in the climate change debate. Uh, one of the reasons why we're so passionate about water saving is 
climate change is, is, is making our weather systems more unpredictable. So if you think prior to September 2019, we had three years of below average rainfall and water resources were, were quite low. So whilst we're in a good position now with water resources following the relatively wet weather over the past year and October has been very, very wet, um, these prolonged periods of dry weather in the long term are, are becoming more frequent. Uh, so we, we must absolutely all get water fit now to ensure a sustainable water supply for future generations and, and, and also to pr protect globally rare chalk streams on our doorstep, which the, the, the River Veer in St Albans being one. That's what that's one of our main drivers as well is, is to make sure that, uh, you know, we, we continue to provide a high quality uh, supply of water and, and, and protect our, our, our local environment for, for all generations. Okay, it seems particularly fitting then that you're benefiting um, schools, given that, as you say, this is very much work about sort of thinking about water supply into the future. So would you like to remind us how we can sign up to uh, get WaterFit? Yeah, sure. All you need to do is uh, go on to www.getwaterfit.co.uk. Uh, simply put in your postcode and you'll, you'll be sent an email uh, with, with your password. And um, yeah, then get water saving, do the quick tutorial, do the, the quick survey and then, and then yep, log your water saving actions, get your water saving devices, book that, uh, book, book that appointment with the get water, fit coach, uh, get water Fit coach and start earning gold coins and, and, and litres saved. And um, yeah, attribute that to your uh, local school of choice. Brilliant. Excellent. Let's hope that lots of people do that. Kevin Barton, thank you very much indeed for joining me. Thank you for having me, Amanda. Much appreciated. I was talking there to Kevin Barton of Affinity Water. One of the really great ways that Get Water Fit can help you is by giving you help with diagnosing and fixing leaky loos, which waste enormous amounts of water without you even knowing. So well worth checking out, even if it's just for that. Now, if you were one of the people who signed the petition to St Albans District Council asking them to declare a climate emergency last year, well, or even if you weren't one of those people, you might be interested to know that on the 25th of November at 7.30, Sustainable St Albans will be hosting a panel discussion over Zoom about the District Council's sustainability and climate crisis strategy with Chris White, who is the council leader. You're invited to join the discussion. The panellists have all been involved in drafting this strategy following the District Council's declaration of a climate emergency back in 2019. The discussion will centre on how we as a community can get involved to make the strategy work and to create a more sustainable district. Now there's going to be plenty of opportunity to take questions from the floor so this is a great opportunity for you to ask anything you want to be answered about the strategy. So head to sustainablestalbans.org for more information and to sign up. So do pop that in your diary. Sounds like an interesting evening. The Hearts of Middlesex Wildlife Trust have some online events coming up too. At 7 o'clock on the 24th of November, you can find out all about their brand new reserve, the Bean Marshes. I don't know if you remember, but I spoke to Frida Rommenhol here on Environment Matters about how local residents had raised the cash to buy this little wildlife gem. Um, and on the 24th of November, you can hear 
all about it and its importance. Then on the 25th of November, you can learn all about winter wildfowl identification. That is a tongue twister. Um, A fantastic way to bring those lake and reservoir walks alive. And then finally, on Thursday, the 3rd of December, um, you can join a talk on winter tree identification. I think that sounds particularly good. Um, You know, great for if you're out and about around Hartwood. And particularly actually good as they're going to make sure that all the trees that you're likely to find around Hertfordshire will be covered. So that's uh, head to the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust website for news of all those events. Now, if you're finding the prospect of a COVID Christmas rather gloomy, then playing out might have just what you need. The Festive Streets Project encourages neighbours like you to decorate the windows on your street during the winter festive season, enabling you to celebrate as a community in a contact-free way and bring cheer to your neighbourhood. Now, in its simplest form, neighbours volunteer to decorate a street-facing window of their home and coordinate with each other to agree a timetable or a theme. For instance, on our road one neighbour is unveiling their decorated window each day during advent but you could go with whatever timetable or theme you wanted schools and businesses can all join in and you're asked to use sustainable recycled materials wherever possible and minimise energy usage particularly on lights and please remember that all activities must of course be Covid safe now to get your free information pack go to the Playing Out St Albans webpage It's always good to hear from you. Get in touch via Twitter at RV underscore environment or go to the Environment Matters Facebook page or you can drop me a line on amanda at radioverilum.com if you've got a comment about the show or you've got ideas that you'd like me to cover. Now, I'm going to be back at the same time next week when we're going to be getting quite sciencey. We're going to hear from a Rothamsted scientist whose work with crop diseases might help us with understanding the spread of COVID-19. Until then, thank you for listening.